إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخيل الحدي حدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation it is not from al-Islam and every innovation is a misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire. O Muslims, fear Allah Azza wa Jal as it should be feared. Fear Allah by carrying out His commands and by staying away from His prohibitions so that He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may have mercy upon you and grant you success. It feels like yesterday that we were waiting, that we were waiting for the start of the month of Ramadan, waiting for the great goodness and blessing and blessings it brings to blessings it brings to our hearts, to our sincerity and our actions. Now it is about to end, and it is going to end. And some of those great benefits and blessings it brought us is going to leave us. So, and also there are other benefits that we can still hold on to after Ramadan. So the one who is successful is the one who acted righteously in this month and sought forgiveness from Allah and repented and refrained from Allah's prohibitions with Iman and seeking and hoping reward from our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also the one who is successful <coughs> is the one who plans to keep up with and hold onto his good actions continuously after Ramadan until the next Ramadan comes. This person who does this is truly successful. And this individual is one whom Allah, who knows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during Ramadan and after Ramadan. And the one who has neglected this month 
and its blessings and acted in a sinful way, this person should turn to his Lord and seek forgiveness and his mercy. And you should know that there are some days and he left of this blessed month and a person should never lose hope. <coughs> a person should turn to his Lord with a good sincere heart and rectify what he has neglected and what he did wrong during this blessed month. Our pious predecessors, they used to say, How wretched is a people that they only know Allah during Ramadan. This is because, brothers and sisters, that those who truly know Allah at all times, they are the ones who truly fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. But indeed, the scholars mention that if you rectify what has left or what is left, <coughs> if you rectify what is left, then you will be forgiven for what has passed. Indeed, brothers and sisters, our, the actions are judged by their endings. Therefore, concluding Ramadan on the best note, on the best way possible, will have a great effect on how successful you are when it ends. As Muslims, we are commanded to reflect and contemplate and for each, and for each person to take their own self into account regarding that which has passed. That you, O servant of Allah, what you have done, it is upon us to constantly and consistently and you do this regarding all of our deeds. Indeed, at the end of the, your day, brothers and sisters, at the end of each and every day, when you go to your bed to sleep, do you not reflect on what, on, on what has occurred from yourself during that day? That you may seek Allah's forgiveness and regarding that which you have done and regarding the things which you have done and which is wrong, which is include or which includes sins and disobedience so that inshallah you may place a firm commitment and intention that you repent and that you strive to be better the next day for indeed brothers and sisters we do not know when sleep overtakes us we do not know if we are going i need to wake up there is the possibility that the angel of death may take our soul during our sleep and therefore brothers and sisters you will take your next step in the next life and you won't be able i need to come back and rectify your actions our pious predecessors they used to seek forgiveness and repent constantly and even more so throughout the ending of ramadan they were not amazed by their deeds during Ramadan and how much they did. But instead, they feared that their deeds may not be accepted by Allah. Therefore, they sought forgiveness, but they did not relax towards the end of Ramadan. 
but rather they exerted themselves even more even more as every moment you can benefit from Ramadan is better than the best of treasures and he therefore it is not to be missed and they never used to think that what they have done and accomplished during Ramadan that that was enough but rather they used to see the actions as being little and they used to exert themselves till the completion, uh, completion of Ramadan. O Muslims, contemplate, contemplate in the quick passing of the days and the nights and reflect that by the passing of the days and the night, it takes away from your lives. It takes away any from the amount of time that you are spending in any of this dunya. So your life is decreasing, heading towards its end. And the month of Ramadan is decreasing and, he and heading towards its end and leaving us. This great guest of ours, which is from the best of guests that ever came to us, by it, <coughs> by it Allah blessed us with blessings that we cannot enumerate. We cannot count. Therefore, brothers and sisters, as you received this blessed month with goodness and eagerness to benefit from it with a desire and a commitment from yourselves to treat it well, therefore, perfect your farewell. Perfect your farewell to this blessed month. Perfect your farewell better than your farewell to the most beloved and most respected of people to you by concluding and ending it with more virtuous actions and deeds and striving to do as much as possible before it leaves us and do not be relaxed and think that you have done enough because surely without a doubt if you are sincere to yourself and to Allah you will realize that you have not done enough you realize that you have not done enough for Allah. You have not done enough to fulfill Allah's right over you as His majesty deserves. Because we are all deficient in everything that we do. Therefore ask Allah for forgiveness that you were not able to fulfill His rights and be grateful to Him as His majesty is worthy of. You will never do enough, brothers and sisters, and with your deeds to be equal to what Allah Azza wa Jal does for you. Rather, you will never come close to it, even if every second of your life you were in worship. You will never and he fulfill Allah's rights over you as His Majesty and He deserves. So, upon concluding Ramadan, never think that you have done enough. That you start relaxing, waiting for it to end. Continue rather, continue to exert yourself as this was the example of the best of people, our Prophet wasallam, and then his companions. <clears throat> Likewise, perfect your farewell of Ramadan by having higher expectations of yourself 
after Ramadan. It should not be the case that we become worse after Ramadan and think we are safe from the hellfire <coughs> because we pray during Ramadan, because we make dua, because we recite the Quran, and because we give charity. Indeed, brothers and sisters, and Ramadan upon goodness and obedience and look forward to the other months ahead of us with higher expectations of ourselves and a firm desire to continue upon righteousness and obedience throughout those other months. O servants of Allah, have you been guaranteed paradise? Ask yourself that question. Have you been guaranteed paradise? Then why do you not preserve and safeguard your actions and deeds after Ramadan? Why do you neglect your salah after Ramadan? Why do you not attend Jummah constantly after Ramadan? Why do you become lazy in worshipping Allah after Ramadan? Do you not realize that your death may be at your doorstep and that it can take you in an instant and you will not have a moment to truly repent to Allah? Do you not fear that? Do you not fear what could await you from Allah's any punishment? Do we think that our efforts in Ramadan automatically wipes away the evil consequences of our action throughout the year, even by committing sins, major sins, and stopping, for example, to stop practicing, etc. When a person neglects and does not act upon the compulsory aspects of our religion, but rather the Prophet said, As-salawatul khams wal jum'a ila al-jum'a wa ramadhan ila ramadhan kaffarah lima baynahun idha tunibat al-kaba'ir that of that, the five daily prayers, he said, the five daily prayers, and from a Jummah to another Jummah, and from a Ramadan to another Ramadan, it wipes away the sins that is between them as long as a person stays away from the major sins. And not, and not doing what is compulsory upon us and regarding the aspects of our religion is a major sin then how can we be forgiven in the month of Ramadan if throughout the other months we are not acting and not fulfilling what is an obligation and upon us to therefore end and conclude Ramadan within any of those remaining days with a sincere and constant tawbah and repentance so that Allah may accept your deeds from you as we do not know if Allah has accepted our deeds. It may be that our deficiencies in our deeds may render them not to be accepted. Therefore, the way to rectify this and fix this, and fix this is through constant and sincere repentance. The pious, or our pious predecessors, they used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept their deeds that they acted and performed during Ramadan for a period of six months after Ramadan. They asked Allah and made dua to Allah six months after Ramadan for Allah to ask to accept any of their deeds 
in Ramadan. So what about our case, brothers and sisters? What about our case? وَأَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد المسلمين فما الله سبحانه وتعالى has legislated for you in the conclusion and ending of the blessed month of Ramadan by way of showing gratitude to him that he blessed you that you completed any of this month. And that is, brothers and sisters, the day of Eid. As Muslims, we only have two Eids in a year. We only have two annual celebrations. And that is and the one which comes after and the end of Hajj, Eid al-Adha, and one which comes after the month of Ramadan, which is Eid al-Fitr. We do not have any other two Eids any besides any these. And indeed, brothers and sisters, on the day of Eid, it is forbidden for a person to eat and drink, but rather it is a day of eating and drinking from that which is halal and from the good provisions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also from what has been legislated for you as gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Salatul Eid. And indeed the Salatul Eid is compulsory upon every man and every woman and to attend and witness the Salatul Eid and the Sermon of Eid. Because the Prophet ﷺ, he commanded the woman and he to attend the Salatul Eid. He even commanded the menstruating woman to attend so that she can listen and to the khutbah, she listen to the advice given on that day, even if it was a case that she's unable to pray. But she was commanded, and you women are commanded to attend and to benefit from the and your reminder. And also, brothers and sisters, on the day of Eid, for Salatul Eid, the Sunnah of Salatul Eid is that you prayed outside in the open. That was the Sunnah and guidance of our Prophet wasallam, that it is to be prayed outside. But in the case of severe weather or rain and cannot be prayed outside, then it is allowed, of course, and it to be prayed inside and in the masjid. And from the sunnah of the day of Eid is that before you head out to the Salatul Eid, that you eat an odd number of dates or whatever is easy and for you to eat if you do not have them. As the Prophet ﷺ that before he set out to go to the Eid Salah, he used to eat and eat some dates. And also what is legislated is the takbir, which is which starts from Maghrib on the night of Eid up until the Salatul Eid. 
And of course, brothers and sisters, there is no adhan and no iqamah for the salah of Salatul Eid. And there is no nafal of sunnah prayers that you pray before it. And also, brothers and sisters, that during the, the salah, and if the salah is first, for Salatul Eid, the salah, and it is prayed first, then the khutbah is after. And in the first rakah of Salatul Eid, the Imam will make seven takbirat. Seven times he will say Allahu Akbar at the start. That's in the first rakah. and the second rakah, he will say it, he will say it five times. And also from the sunnah of Salatul Eid is that you take different paths to the Salatul Eid and on your return home. So the path you walk on, you take to go to Salatul Eid, inshallah it is sunnah to take another path and he back home. As this been and he narrated, authentically narrated from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They said, That he Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he was eight, on the day of Eid, he used to take different paths going and, and coming back from Salatul Eid. And also what is legislated for you is to give the Zakatul Fitr if you have not appointed somebody to do or to give it on your behalf already. And that has to be given and before Salatul Eid and it starts. You have to find a poor person and, he, and give this Salatul Eid, the, 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 the Zakatul Fitr. And also, brothers and sisters, the Zakatul Fitr, you should give it as food to the poor. Not that you give money and it directly to the poor, but instead, the Prophet ﷺ commanded it needs to be given and in the form of food. And for those who have missed certain fasts during the month of Ramadan <coughs> due to illness or they were upon a travel, therefore it is upon you to replace this fast before the next Ramadan and it arrives. And, from those, and for those who were too old and frail and too weak to fast, or they were ill with an illness which, by which if they fasted, it would harm them further. Therefore, for those, you are allowed to pay any the fidya or to give the fidya any which you feed one poor person for every day of Ramadan that you missed. As for those who were breastfeeding their child, honey from the woman, or pregnant, and they were unable to fast due to the fear upon their child or to themselves, then the scholars differ regarding what they should do. And there are narrations from the companions that they also mention that for those or for the women who are breastfeeding, or they were pregnant and they were not able to fast, that they should also and he give and he the fidya. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he knows best. So indeed, brothers and sisters, a reminder again that Ramadan is coming to an end. So therefore, let us not relax. Let us not relax. It could possibly be that Laylatul Qadr is still before us. Could be tonight. We do not know exactly when it is. So therefore, 
Do not relax regarding your good deeds. Increase your good deeds. Continue giving charity. Continue making dua, reciting the Quran, attending the, for example, Salatul Taraweeh. Indeed, brothers and sisters, we need to end it upon goodness the best way possible. And we, do not, and we should not be feeling that we have safe or we have done any enough. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in aqimu salah.